is Heather. Welcome to The Beautiful Messy Show, a podcast for women who want to believe, behold, and become all God's created them to be in whatever season of life. I help women learn to live a faith-filled and fueled life. On this show, I will give you biblical perspectives for every season of life and mindset reset strategies for everyday life. So let's begin and learn how to find the message in the messy. Hello, beautiful sisters, and welcome back to the Beautiful Messy Show. We are in season five, episode three, and for this season, we are talking about God's unfailing love. Yes, here at HB Ministries, every season matches the topic of what we are studying in HB Ministries. HB Ministries is an international women's ministry where we study the Bible daily, and every single month we study with a theme. So this month is is unfailing love. And guess what? March is going to be March Mindfulness Makeover. Ooh, it's going to be so good. So that season will match that topic. So welcome here. This is a place where you will learn to believe, behold, and become all God's created you to be in whatever season of life. And yes, those messy seasons. But you know, God wants to do something beautiful in those messy seasons. So today, let's talk about God's unfailing love. And over in the ministry, one of the scriptures that was on our calendar for today was was in Proverbs, and it was uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 12, and it talks about the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. And so even in the midst of turmoil, even in the midst of challenges, even in, in the midst of the seasons of, God, what are you doing? When we just wish, you know, the challenges would shape up, but really what's happening is God's shaping you. We want the challenges to shape up and get out of the way, but God is shaping you. When we understand that, our perspective completely flips. And so in today's uh, episode, I want to kind of completely flip your perspective, okay? So I don't want you to see your setbacks as failures. I want you to see them as moments when God, as our loving Father, is working on you, is working on your marriage, is working on your children, is working on a personal maybe setback or a, a memory or a past failure that is causing you shame. And maybe the Lord is going to help you see that from a new perspective. And that's exactly why we can trust in the Lord with all our hearts. Exactly why we can trust in Him. So what I would love to do is let's talk about trusting God. And I want to share seven steps, seven steps, daily steps that you can activate to trust in the Lord with all your heart. And again, our heart speaks love relationship. Our heart is what we want to open up, open the eyes of our heart, Lord. And that is all about a love relationship because God loves you, but we need to sometimes see things from his perspective. So today, let's just set everything aside, all uncertainty, because I know you have those situations. I do. All doubt, all confusion, all anger, all frustration, and more than ever, let's make a concerted effort 
Let's say that together right now. Wherever you're at, if you're cooking, if you're in the car, if you're laying on the beach, if you're at the gym, say concerted effort. Concerted effort. I am going to make a concerted effort to get my eyes off of the turbulent. And when I say turbulent, I think of like the wind and the waves and the crazy weather. Like get your eyes off of that and let's trust in the Lord. So I'm going to share seven things with you to help you trust in the Lord. You know, in Proverbs 3, one of my favorite verses, 5 through 12, it says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not on my own understanding. So here, we're not going to lean on the doubt. We're not going to lean on the confusion. We're not going to lean on the uncertainty. I want to speak into your life today. Do not lean on that. Lean in trusting what God is doing. Maybe he's disciplining you. Maybe he's shaping you. Maybe he's producing one of the fruits of the spirit. You know, patience isn't an easy one, but sometimes he takes us through a season and disciplines and teaches us and redirects us. Amen. So let's look at these seven steps that you can lean into the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean, not in your own understanding. Well, then how do we lean? How do we lean? So here are some things to think about if the Lord is disciplining you through his unfailing love. Number one, sisters, do not depend on you. Write that down. Do not depend on you. Depending on ourselves and our thoughts is scary, amen? Because we live in a world where trust must be earned and seems to be a short supply, right? We just, we do. But if you think about in the Bible, let me take a sip of water, one second. Mm. Feeling so alive today. I'm so excited about this message. But if you look at Sol- Solomon in the Bible, he was um, he wrote Proverbs, okay? And he was going through some seasons. Um, the Lord was kind of taking him through a time of uh, you know discipline and reshaping his perspective on the world and the things around him. So he, uh, you know, he penned trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And he faced things in life. And so I believe he's trying to help us see how we can face our disappointments and teach us not to depend on ourselves, but depend on God and know that God's called us to learn a lesson. And sometimes we have to rest in that moment and just kind of walk it out and just ask God during that season to possess all the wisdom, you know, to, 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 to allow the Lord to show us knowledge, wisdom, and discernment and to trace that out. Sometimes we just simply need to pray that while we're raising our kids. Lord, help me to depend on you. Help me to see knowledge, wisdom, and discernment. Help me to search what you're teaching me here. And don't lean on your understanding because God could be taking your children through something, but definitely pray. Pray the Holy Spirit over them. Pray knowledge and wisdom. Pray, pray, pray. Speak over them. Sow seeds over them. Speak those visions that you wrote in January through the Better You in 2022 workbook. If you never did that, go to heatherbaxter.com. Here's a little shout out, heatherbaxter.com. Over under Bible studies, you'll see a page that says Bible studies. The very first one for 2022 was a Better You in 2022. And we did a workbook. And in that workbook, all the classes are still on the website. We were learning to write visions out because maybe we're facing a disappointing, a, a disappointment or a frustration or an anger situation or a confusion or a doubt or an uncertainty. And I taught you to write out what could be and should be in those uncertain moments. Well, this is a reminder, don't depend on you. Maybe you're looking at one of those pieces of your life wheel now and you're starting to think too much. Realign your perspective. Remember to lean into God. 
lean in, ask him for knowledge, wisdom, and discernment. Okay, it's super important. Lay aside your immediate thoughts and your immediate plans and your expectations. That's a big one for me, especially as a parent. Lay aside the expectations and surrender everything to God and speak over that vision. Number two, cry out to God. Cry out to God. Cry out. He loves you so much. Surrendering to God begins with our lips and our thoughts. Again, go back to that uh, life wheel that we did in Better You in 2022. Look at that vision and surrender it. Put that commitment. Depend on him. Know that he's going to do something more than you can think or imagine. That He's going to make paths straight because Proverbs 3, 6 says, he will make paths straight. His ways are higher than ours. So don't show off your doubts. Don't show off your troubles. Don't show off your burdens. Show off your dreams. Remember those dreams we wrote? Show them off. Reach into them. Look back at them again. And don't be thinking about the distress morning, noon, and night, but be thinking about those dreams. Hand those dreams, just like you hand the keys over and saying, here, you know, you take the wheel, you drive. Hand the dreams over because he's working. Number three, run from evil. Run from evil. There's so much in this world that will clutter your relationship, your love relationship with God, that will get in the way between you and God. And that is super important to be able to see that. I just did a teaching this week, so you can either find that. It matches this week's Bible study. And I talked about how we have different ways of worshiping. Spiritual laid back worship, Maybe we have technical professionalism in our worship, but how can we declutter and get things out of our life to have true worship, unfailing love worship? And it was a little bit about my journey, my church journey, my relationship journey with God, um, how different churches taught me. You're going to definitely want to check that out. Actually, I'll leave it in the show notes below. And what does true worship look like, I believe, is what it was titled. And that, again, went along with our theme of unfailing love this month. But check that out again, because I talked about how sometimes we can easily run to evil. And because we're so spiritually laid back, we don't see it. We easily become part of our own stumbling blocks. So, again, watch that. But again, learn to run from evil. Life works best when we remember the true source of our blessings, when we stay focused on pleasing him. So we have to think about what Proverbs 3, 7 says. This is another verse I've written down here today. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Do not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and shun evil. This shows you right here that the Lord is definitely all about love, but his other attribute is holiness. He wants us to learn to shun things that are separating us from his blessing. And a lot of times we think, oh, God is love. Everything can go. No. Then why would God chastise those he loves? Why would he discipline? And when I use the word chastise and discipline, it's in a loving way. It's in a godly way that he brings us back around to hear his voice. Again, this entire year, our theme here for HB Ministries is one voice. We can be centered around one voice and hear his voice. 
hear his voice in the middle of, again, something that's causing anger, something that's causing a setback, something that's causing confusion or frustration or grief. Again, those turbulence, those winds and those waves. So during those times, sometimes we run to evil, things that will bring us, we think, a temporary blessing or a temporary fix. But be careful. Allow God's voice to speak over those areas that are trying to separate you. So possibly bad influences that keep dragging you down, people, habits, and God will open your eyes to that. You know, in 2 Timothy, write this down too. 2 Timothy uh, 2.22, it says, flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness. I think this is like an everyday process for me. I I feel like I mature a little bit every day, but then I might fall back and I'm like, oh, I just want to flee from certain things, certain desires. And so just ask God, help my heart to pursue righteousness. Help the Holy Spirit to fill me up with the things that are going to allow me to have a pure heart, which is going to allow God to bless. So fleeing from evil, fleeing things from the things that are going to pull us away. And so here is one you know, one lesson point that teaches us to run from evil so we can lean more in him, pursue him, because that's where you're going to find life and abundant blessings, right? So running from evil and pursuing God, it doesn't come naturally. It's it's the Holy Spirit inside of us, helping us make that serious change. So amen to every sister that direct messages me through Instagram or through Facebook or whatever and tells me how God has been making serious changes since you've joined the ministry. I love that. Now, I'm going to present a challenge here. I would love for you to put down in the comments, in the show notes, what God has done to help you pursue Him more and run from evil. What type of change, little, big, you know, whatever it's at, what type of changes have you made in pursuing God? Maybe you're just going to list one thing. I would love to know a change, something that comes up in your heart. Can you list that down in the comments below? Uh, Again, your comments are a blessing to me. It shows me that God is at work. Number four, put God first in your life. It's easy to put ourselves first. I know that. So a lot of people will say, wow, Heather, you look so busy this month. You know, you're moving, you're, you're packing. It is busy, but it's fun busy. I don't feel overwhelmed, busy right now, and I think that is because I truly want to put God first in my life. I want to wake up. I want to work on the March Bible study for you. I want the accountability for you. I want the Holy Spirit. I'm super excited to hear a faith-based message. I just listened to one this morning while I was getting ready. Like I need that because that prioritizes my thoughts. That helps me run from evil. That reminds me to cry out to God. That reminds me to lean into God. That reminds me to depend on God and not myself. And so that's why I'm excited to put God first because I know something good will happen. I know that there's a reward. I have watched that rhythm and routine. I've watched it in ladies' lives. So whatever struggle's coming, I know that first God may be disciplining me through the struggle, and that's really hard, and I need faith-based messages to remind me of that. I need that. I need to be reminded that I can trust in God. I need to depend on him. I need to hand over my setbacks. I need to hand over my failures. I need to hand over my children, my marriage, everything, and get God-centric. Amen. Get God-centric. Like, God-centered, God-centric. Number five, check yourself by God's word. 
That's why we do Bible study every single month, every single day. Check yourself by God's word in the notes that we're doing in the workbook. And again, Unfailing Love Workbook, I will also post in the show notes for you. But every single day you have a verse and you have application questions. You even have a love challenge to do all week long. What you're doing is you're learning to check yourself by God's word. You're learning to verse map. You're really learning to evaluate what that word is saying to you. And every single month, I try to go in great lengths to give you different ways of breaking down God's word. Because what happens is we have to apply our behaviors. We have to apply our actions. We have to look at our sin. We have to listen to the voice of God of where he could be, you know, allowing correction. And instead of becoming defensive, which I can do that, ask my family, I need to not try to find a reason or an excuse But I need to allow it to God to capture my heart and help me, help me to see. Because remember, you know, in the word of God, I think it's in Jeremiah, it says the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond a cure. Who can understand it? Think about that. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond it. Who can understand it? We're dealing with a lot of deceitful people. If you're in a marriage right now and you're trying to honor God and you're checking yourself by God's word, but your significant other is not, you're in a deceitful situation. You're in a place of saying, God, I can't understand this. But I promise you, if you continue to only trust in God and flee and stand exactly on the word that God is teaching you, Truth is going to come from God's word. Truth is going to measure everything around you, and you're going to move in that truth. Sometimes it does take something bad to happen for us to see ourselves or see the bad in front of us and admit that we need change. And that's why I tell a lot of people that are going through marriage problems, allow God to take this time to see ourselves and see our relationship and see our marriage. But the way to do that is we need the light of God's word. We need to check our marriage, check ourselves by God's word. If only one person is checking themselves by God's word, then you're going to have a little bit of confusion. You're going to have a little bit of deceitfulness. And that's really hard. So allow God to deal with you. Allow God to deal with you. It says in, in Psalms 119.11, I have this verse written down, Psalms 119.11, sisters, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. God is, is concerned about you. You focus on you and you let your significant other, the person in your marriage, know that your first love relationship with is God. And you know what? God's going to lead you out or lead you away or separate you until a healing comes. And he'll give you the discernment because number six... Number six says, listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Again, if you're doing what I'm sharing here, like number one, let's go back. If you're number one, not depending on you, not depending on your thoughts, not depending on your expectations, but trusting in the Lord, crying out, you put a presented dream and a vision over your marriage or whatever your situation is, surrender it to God, run from things that you want to run to. A lot of people run to adulterous affairs or they run to addiction or they run to, you know, um, relationships to try to heal. Be careful and focus on what pleases God because he's going to honor you and he's going to make a way. He's a way maker. He's a way maker. He is working right now when it seems dark and you're trying to find an answer. He's working. He's working right now. He's a way maker. 
He's working right now. So run from evil because he's working. Put God first in your life. Check yourself by God's word and listen to the Holy Spirit. Super, super, super important. What does this mean? When Jesus promises to send you the Holy Spirit, which he does when you accept Christ as your personal savior. That is something else I talked about when I talked about what does true worship look like. I talked about this week that true worship is definitely being led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father is sending in his name, is going to teach you all things, is going to remind you, is going to comfort you, is going to help you zip your lip. Amen? And let the Holy Spirit guide. Let the Holy Spirit guide. The Holy Spirit's the leader. He is going to be the truth. He's what's going to protect you. He's what's going to guard you. You need to listen. So that rhythm and routine that you do every day and that time that you just said, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, move. Waymaker, work in my life. You're asking God to move. It might look silent that day, but he's moving. Listen. Learn to listen. That's one thing I want to teach you this whole year is the one voice, but learn how to listen to that. So a lot of our studies are going to you know, be, be focusing on learning to listen. If you're going through a marriage setback or a setback with your children, a setback with yourself, learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. It's a game changer. You'll be more excited about some of the setbacks because you're seeing God and you're entrusting God to guard it all. And therefore, number seven, you can rest in his love. You can rest because we're going to face difficult things. We're going to wonder if God even cares. We're going to wonder why do bad things happen. We're going to wonder where is God when I need him. But I want you to know, again, I worshiped um, my church this morning. I put on my new church, actually. I'm very excited about this. God definitely answered a vision for us. But my new church that I'll be attending, I wanted to listen to their church service this past weekend. And the worship was so powerful. They must have sang um, Waymaker uh, over and over again, working in the quiet hours, working in the silent, working in the dark, way maker, way maker. He is making a way. He is going to lead you. He's going to protect you. Just rest. He never takes a break. He never leaves you. He's always fending for you. And, and I love that because the Lord disciplines those he loves as the father, the son he delights in. Even in the midst of your tur- turmoil, God is working. He's shaping you. Just like I said at the beginning, he's shaping, he's making something beautiful out of the mess. And you have to understand that again, flip your perspective. I hope these seven things helped you to flip your perspective. He cares for every single aspect of your life. He, he knows the numbers of hair on your head. He cares about everything. He's going to give you exactly what you need to thrive today. He's going to pour his blessing upon you. But we have to learn to follow him. We have to learn to follow these seven steps daily. So deny yourselves and follow him. Trust God. It takes time. It's a learning process. But God is waiting for you. He's waiting for you to come on this journey again, to rest in these seven things. So let me just repeat them. If you have a pencil, you can re-listen to the uh, show, but don't depend on you, number one. Number two, cry out to God. Number three, run from evil. Number four, put God first in your life. Number five, check yourself by God's word. Number six, listen to your Holy Spirit. And number seven, rest in God's love.
Wow. So amazing. I pray this was a blessing to you, sisters. Thank you so much for tuning into the Beautiful Messy Show. Do me a favor and again, leave a comment below uh, how the show maybe blessed you or encouraged you or something that is a challenge right now. How did it flip your perspective? What is God saying right now in order to flip your perspective? Did jump, something jump out? I would love to hear from you in the show notes. Also, I would love for you to share this on one of your social media platforms, perhaps Facebook, perhaps your Instagram. You could just do a little shout out with a picture and claim the beautiful messy show or just email it to a friend. Let's encourage someone today to check themselves with God and know that God is at work and wanting to flip their perspective. All right, sisters, I love you and I thank you for being here and I will see you in the next episode of the beautiful messy show. Bye-bye, sisters. Lost again, going back around Dreaming of a time when I get things right Lost in the shadows of a million stars Shouldn't they in my